You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hello and welcome to your Red Friday episode of the Arrowhead Drive. I'm Pete Sweeney. Let's start your morning with today's outlook on the Kansas City Chiefs. Here's what you need to know for Friday, January 21st. Yeah, well, listen, I think the neat part about this this game uh, is coming up here is that both teams are relatively healthy, and um, at this time of the year, that's a great thing. I mean, it should lead to a to a heck of a game, and, uh, you know, I know the guys that didn't play look forward to the challenge of playing. I mean, it's you love this type, kind of competition and these kind of games. As of this morning, the betting line for this Chiefs and Buffalo Bills divisional matchup sits at just a point and a half in favor of Kansas City. Now, if that holds up to game time on Sunday evening, it will be the lowest line the Chiefs have been favored by at home in the Patrick Mahomes era. There's a reason this game is being talked about as the true AFC title game. The Bills are coming off one of the most dominant postseason offensive performances in NFL history, right as the Chiefs are coming off a dominating performance of their own. While much has been made about how different the Chiefs are now compared to the Week 5 loss to the Buffalo Bills, both teams have had highs and lows this year. Buffalo destroyed the Chiefs in that Week 5 matchup, but has struggled in playing down to some of its competition this season. The Chiefs' growing pains have also been well documented, but both of these teams appear to have put it all together now that the playoffs have begun. Yeah, I mean, I really don't know, Sam. I'm going to leave that up to Andy. Um, I'm sure he'll address it. But, you know, if, if this happened in the game and it was an injury, you know, today we just operated that way. But we'll see what happens. Some not-so-good news off the field to discuss here as linebacker Willie Gay Jr. was arrested in Overland Park at around 10.30 p.m. on Wednesday night. Gay was booked into the Johnson County Detention Center on a charge of misdemeanor criminal damage and had a court time set for Thursday afternoon. As you heard there, defensive coordinator Steve Spagnolo said it would be up to Andy Reid as to whether Gay would suit up for the game on Sunday night. He didn't practice on Thursday for obvious reasons. On the injury front, running back Daryl Williams and Rashad Fenton both missed their second day in a row on Thursday, but Clyde Edwards-Elair and Tyreek Hill continued to be full participants. It is worth noting that linebacker Anthony Hitchens with a back issue and tackle Prince Teguanogo with a rib issue, they were added to the injury report as limited participants. It's tough to have a perfect game. and They did a nice job with it. I mean, that's what it is. So... Um, uh, we've got to get ourselves ready and we're starting today and a little bit yesterday and we've got tomorrow and the next day. Uh, so one thing I know is our guys will play hard and, um, you know, and, and they're good. They're good. We already touched on the Bills offense explosion against those New England Patriots in the wild card round. Buffalo won that game 47 to 17, beating a Bill Belichick team in a way it's truly never been beaten before. 
the Bills did not punt a single time in that contest, marking the first time in Belichick's coaching career his team has failed to force a single punt in any game. That's about as perfect as it can get offensively for any team in the NFL. While the story was largely on the offense coming out of that game, the Bills' defense has been one of the best units in the NFL this season. Buffalo's pass defense specifically is at or near the top of the league in almost every category. Buffalo has given up the fewest first downs in the league, the lowest amount of completions as a defense, the fewest passing yards, and the fewest passing touchdowns at just 12 on the year. Their defense has also forced the third most interceptions with 19 as a unit. While we can debate the level of competition this defense has been up against based on their schedule in the modern NFL, there's no debate about those numbers being impressive no matter who you're playing on a weekly basis. There's a case to be made. This is the toughest opponent on paper the Chiefs have had to come into Arrowhead Stadium for a postseason game in all of Patrick Mahomes' career. I think it's, you gotta do everything, uh, especially this time of the year. I mean, you're gonna, they're gonna have change-ups, obviously, that they didn't do in the first matchup. They have good defensive coordinator, they have a good defensive head coach, uh, they have good players over there, so they're not gonna sit back and do the same stuff they've done against us before. Um, but they're gonna take what they did well and do that and then add change-ups in there. And so uh, I'll watch uh, all the previous games that we played against them these last few, last year and a half, pretty much. And then I'll watch, I've watched all the games that they've played since then. Um, and I try to formulate a game plan uh, for myself of what I expect them to do, knowing that they'll, they'll have adjustments and I'll have to make adjustments on the fly during the game. The Chiefs have been chasing their own perfect performance all season, and you can make the case that they're still chasing it. It's no secret the Bills have gone out of their way to construct their roster into one that can directly compete with Kansas City. This game appears about as even as one can expect it to be, and it will come down to these superstar quarterbacks making plays. Mahomes has said he's watched every snap from their games against Buffalo over the last few years, and they'll need any edge they can get this week facing Josh Allen. This has all the makings of a classic playoff matchup between two quarterbacks who could be the next Brady and Peyton rivalry in the NFL. I think in Kansas City, we're all hoping Patrick Mahomes winds up being the Brady end of that equation. Yeah, no, I mean, it's a... it's been it's been incredible. I mean, the, the way he's able to run routes between coverages. I mean, pretty much every coverage he has two people on him or two people kind of shadowing over the top of him, and he's still getting himself open, making c- tough catches over the middle of the field, um, and really evolved evolved his game. And then at the end of the day, whenever he gets in those man uh, coverage situations like he did this last weekend, it, you can always hit him over the top for touchdowns. The Chiefs have struggled to create the explosive plays we're used to seeing from this offense all year. It's not because Tyree Kill has suddenly lost some of that explosiveness that makes him one of the most unique weapons in the NFL. It's more because the Chiefs' offense has been so dominant for so long. It made defenses adjust their entire approach to facing the Chiefs. While that has slowed them, at times, the Chiefs' offense has spent the entire season adjusting how it plays as well. And it appears they have, in some ways, figured that out. We love seeing Hill throw up the peace sign, but it's been an adjustment to his game. He's still plenty explosive, and the adjustments this offense has made throughout the year Hopefully, Mean will see him and Mahomes connect on some more long balls on Sunday, as they did on that 31-yard touchdown against the Steelers in the wild card round. Uh, I wouldn't say there's a sense of we owed him one. No, nah, we're just trying to go out and win a playoff game to try to accomplish what we set out to do. And and, and me, I'm going to just try to go out there and, 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 and be a piece to the puzzle, try to go out there and play assignment football and get another victory. Melvin Ingram was not part of this team during the Chiefs' Week 5 loss to the Buffalo Bills, so maybe he's not the best person to ask about owing the Bills for that loss, but 
It also speaks to the Chiefs' approach all season. It's one week at a time as they prepare to try and beat whoever it is that is in front of them. This week, it's the Bills against the Chiefs' defense that drastically turned things around midway through the year. And yeah, this will be the toughest test yet. Ingram will have a huge role in trying to pressure Josh Allen this week, along with Chris Jones, who also missed that Week 5 game his miss was with a wrist injury the secondary was also without Traverius Ward in that contest the Bills pass catchers are as deep as any unit in the NFL Stefan Diggs Cole Beasley Dawson Knox Gabriel Davis and Isaiah McKenzie are all legitimate playmakers who have had their moments for this offense throughout 2021 Allen and Devin Singletary also offer their own problems in the run game. You know, you sit there and say, every time we game plan, we say, who do we have to take away? This particular team, if you put too much attention to one guy, they got so many other people that could beat you. You bring up a really good point about Allen running the football. I think that'll just be part of it. I don't think they'll get away from it, but when they've been handing the ball off to 26 and 20 and they're churning out yards, that makes them that much more dangerous. So I think I've said this before. We begin every game plan week meeting with the players with, you got to stop the run first because if, if an offense like this can be two dimensional on first, second, third down, uh, it's going to be a long night for us. So we'll begin there and hopefully work our way out and have some successful plays. At the end of the day, the story on Sunday largely will be about those quarterbacks heading into the game and how the defensive units hold up could be the deciding factor. We just went through how deep the Bills are offensively. And as Steve Spagnolo put it, if you focus too much on one area, they'll beat you in another way. Spags will need to bring his A game, dialing up plays for this defense, and the Chiefs will need them to have their biggest game of the season. Yeah, I mean, I think I just really like winning. That, that's that's pretty much the end of it. Yeah, thank you, Patrick. You know Kansas City really likes that attitude. Mahomes was asked about his pissed-off mentality when fans see him flip that switch in a game and he takes things over. You certainly saw that during the Steelers game. Those kind of Patrick Mahomes performances have become commonplace for this team. And you can see it on the field when this team as an offense flips that switch. The hope heading into Sunday is it's flipped before the game starts. Doesn't take a quarter to do so. And they show up and perform like the championship caliber squad we know they can be. We'll see what happens. It's a big weekend. That's it for the Arrowhead Drive on Red Friday, January 21st. If you enjoy the Arrowhead Drive, please subscribe to the entire podcast network. And while you're there, leave us a rating and a review. Coming up later today, we've got Show and BK on the Chiefs. As for me, that's a wrap for now. I'm Pete Sweeney. We'll catch you next time for another edition of the Arrowhead Drive. <laughs>